Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by a friendly hello. Tonight, by listener request, we'll be reading the third part to The Princess and the Goblin, a children's fantasy novel published in 1872. One of the most successful and beloved of Victorian fairy tales, George MacDonald's The Princess and the Goblin tells the story of young Princess Irene and her friend Curdie, who must outwit the threatening goblins who live in the caves beneath her mountain home. When we left off, the princess had met a mysterious old woman introduced to her as her grandmother. The grandmother keeps magical pigeons and eats their eggs. When the princess goes back downstairs to her nursemaid, she doesn't believe the princess's tale to be true. We'll start again at the beginning of chapter 5. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Chapter 5 The Princess Let's Well Alone When she woke the next morning, the first thing she heard was the rain still falling. Indeed, 
This day was so like the last that it would have been difficult to tell where was the use of it. The first thing she thought of, however, was not the rain, but the lady in the tower. And the first question that occupied her thoughts was whether she should not ask the nurse to fulfill her promise this very morning and go with her to find her grandmother as soon as she had had her breakfast. But she came to the conclusion that perhaps the lady would not be pleased if she took anyone to see her without first asking leave, especially as it was pretty evident, seeing she lived on pigeon's eggs and cooked them herself, that she did not want the household to know she was there. So the princess resolved to take the first opportunity of running up alone and asking whether she might bring her nurse. She believed the fact that she could not otherwise convince her she was telling the truth would have much weight with her grandmother. The princess and her nurse were the best of friends all dressing time, and the princess in consequence ate an enormous little breakfast. I wonder, Ludi, that was her pet name for her nurse, what pigeon's eggs taste like, she said as she was eating her egg. Not quite a common one, for they always picked out the pinky ones for her. We'll get you a pigeon's egg, and you shall judge for yourself, said the nurse. Oh, no, no, returned Irene, suddenly reflecting they might disturb the old lady in getting it and that even if they did not, she would have one less in consequence. What a strange creature you are, said the nurse. First to want a thing, and then to refuse it. But she did not say it crossly, and the princess never minded any remarks that were not unfriendly. Well, you see, Ludi, there are reasons, she returned, and said no more for she did not want to bring up the subject of their former strife, lest her nurse should offer to go before she had had her grandmother's permission to bring her. Of course, she could refuse to take her, but then she would believe her less than ever. Now the nurse, as she said herself afterwards, could not be every moment in the room. And as never before yesterday had the princess given her the smallest reason for anxiety, it had not yet come into her head to watch her more closely. So she soon gave her a chance, and, the very first that offered, Irene was off and up the stairs again. This day's adventure, however, did not turn out like yesterday's, although it began like it, and indeed, today is very seldom like yesterday, if people would note the differences, even when it rains. The princess ran through passage after passage and could not find the stairs.